but we were who we were. My mother walked calmly out of her bedroom, and we girls split apart like the sea as she said imperiously to the door, Believe you me, no man ever committed suicide by pounding his head against a door. She turned to me, Bathroom, come, now. She swept away, all of us following. She was overdressed, as usual. Who else would wear a red silk dress and full makeup for a man on the other side of a door? The four of us formed a semicircle around her in the bathroom. She leaned toward me, examining my face. Hmm, good. There's no injury to the eye itself, just the tissue around it. And you should be thankful that your nose isn't broken. She stood up without inquiring what had happened to me. Shelby, you clean up your face. The rest of you, start packing. We're taking a little road trip. In the background, Pierre's pounding had taken on a deliberate rhythm. Bump, one, two, bump, one, two, bump. To Maddie, Mom said, Your hair, you look like Sid Vicious. To Marilyn, she said, Make sure the girls pack everything they need. We may be gone a couple of weeks. To Lakey, We're going to California to see your father. I lay on the bathroom floor holding a tissue to my nose. When my nose stopped bleeding, I checked the mirror. My eye was swollen and red. Sometimes I could kill Maddie. I hurried into the bedroom to pack. My sisters had already thrown some clothes into my bag. Pierre was still pounding, but the rhythm had slowed, and the sound came from lower down, as if he were sitting now. As we walked out the back door, mimicking our mother's silken movements, We could still hear the steady thumping. I wondered how long Pierre would continue. Mrs. Gilmore from next door and Mrs. Fetterman from below were standing on the back stairway talking, but they stopped when they saw us. We continued moving as silkily as we could when carrying two weeks' worth of baggage. What's wrong with that girl's face? Mrs. Fetterman called out, looking right at me. And that's how I came to be hanging my head out the car window with a sore eye, the warm air pounding my face as we escaped Pierre and the humid Chicago summer and drove toward California and Lakey's father. It was the summer of 1983. School was out, Sally Ride had just become the first American woman in space, and we were the four most amazing girls in the world. Our mother told us so. I was excited. I hadn't even realized Pierre was important enough for my mother to make a move like this. He was what we thought of as one of our mother's minor boyfriends, as opposed to, for instance, our father's, who were major boyfriends. My mother had four daughters by four different men. This is a line I had repeated many times in my life as explanation. I loved my sisters more than I loved anyone, maybe even more than my mother. They were not just sisters to me, they were extensions of myself. It felt exactly right to be barreling down the expressway with them. Whenever we needed to change lanes and it was a tight squeeze, Marilyn smiled at the driver in the next lane to make sure the car would let us in. She used her beauty the way my mother used hers. Marilyn was not a pretty girl, such as you see every day, at the bank or in the store or in a restaurant. She possessed that rare type of beauty, like our mother's, that you saw only once in a great while, and that haunted you. She was half Italian and half Japanese, and she looked vaguely Polynesian. 
several times at a Chicago Cubs game, a boy would spot her with his binoculars and seek her out from across the park. The boys would just want to meet her, maybe to touch her hand. She was second in command to our mother and was so grown up that she'd even driven us to school with our mother riding shotgun. In the car, Lakey had already started reading. Reading in a car always made me feel ill. But Lakey not only read in the car, she read in the bathtub, at the table while we ate frozen dinners, and on the sidewalk while we walked to school or the ice cream store. She was a genius, according to a test she took last year when she was seven. Lakey was conceived on a boat in Lake Michigan, thus her name. My mother said that if you were ever out in public and she got distracted, she meant by men, Lakey was Marilyn's special charge, and Maddie was mine. Lakey was half Japanese and half Chinese.